Hello, and welcome to another episode of Inside the Genie's Lamp. I am head coach Lindsay DeLosales, coming to you from the miserable depths of COVID isolation. Yes, after a little over two years, COVID finally, finally got me. Um, it's a miracle. I feel like I made it this far. And yeah, luckily, I, I am lucky. Um, luckily, I am lucky. Yeah, that's... um. We are just um, 10 out of 10 for word choices today. Uh, but no, really, I recognize how lucky I am that I'm not sick. Look, I, I mean, how I look is subjective, right? But I feel fine. I'm pretty normal. I'm asymptomatic. So, but that does mean that, oh, and here comes my dog. Nope, lay down. My dog does not listen to me. <laughs> lay down. Anyway, that means I have been isolating for the last few days, not as fun as I expected it to be, not gonna lie. Um, I've joked over the last couple of months with friends, with clients, uh, with anyone who will listen. I'm like, you know what? I just need to get COVID or something. I just need to finally get COVID so I can just stay home for like a week and get caught up on stuff, maybe rest. And um, yeah, I jinxed myself. Um, yeah, 10 out of zero out of 10, actually not 10, zero out of 10. I do not recommend COVID isolation. Um, because yeah, to have like, to have to hide from your family, um, not as fun as I thought it would be. So definitely looking forward to being cleared to be around my kids again and to join society, which will be probably another like six days. Um, so yeah, so I'm feeling good. Um, I've had a lethal amount of cold brew coffee hear that um, swirling of the cold brew and ice summoning serotonin. Mm. Okay. So what I want to talk about today is something that one of our awesome clients brought up um, in our conversation a few weeks ago and something that I feel like comes up a lot. And we're going to talk about the big exhale. And what I mean by that is how about I start with what our client had shared with me? Um, she was just a few weeks into her journey with us. And, you know, like a lot of people that come to us and a lot of people listening and, and following on social media, you know, they've just, man, has diet culture just really done a number on them. Um, you know, years of trying different fad diets on that roller coaster of starving yourself for six weeks getting to a weight that, all right, you're happy about, and then gaining it all back, right? And that's just over and over and over again, this vicious cycle. And just always feeling like you're spinning your wheels and nothing works and, you know, and our client expressed, you know, that she was just frustrated a little bit or discouraged because she wasn't seeing dramatic results with her weight loss like she had with other programs where they had her on lower calories, very low calories and doing like hours and hours of cardio a week. Um, so she was just kind of discouraged because she, she, I guess what she expected was to start a journey like this and then very quickly just feel the weight of just all those years of, of working on her health and fitness and not seeing results. I guess she was, she was expecting to just kind of feel what she categorized as a big exhale. And yes, this is it. I finally found it. 
I'm stepping into who I've always meant to be, you know, kind of like self-actualization, which is a really big word. Um, (laughs) And here's the thing. I'm here to tell you that if you are under the impression that reaching your weight loss goals or reaching your fitness goals, whatever those look like for you, whether that's, I want to be jacked, bro. You know, I want to be shredded or something tangible. Like I want to squat 200 pounds, whatever, or I want to lose 50 pounds, except, you know, fill in the blank. I'm here to tell you that unfortunately, if you are expecting that reaching these goals is the missing piece in your life and that this is what's finally going to get you there, right? Finally going to get you to that peace with yourself, with the world, that big exhale. I'm here to tell you, unfortunately, that's not going to happen. I'm really sorry. You know, I really wish that was the case. I really wish it was that easy. So, and I think that some people expect this and and don't get me wrong. I really don't think, I think this is very normal to expect this because what, that's what we've been sold, right? That's what we've been sold a story about. Oh, well, look at this person. They lost a hundred pounds and then now they're finally living their life right now they're so happy and everything in their life is suddenly better because they've lost a hundred pounds or so-and-so has a six pack. And then suddenly their life was so much better. You know, that's kind of the narrative we're told from diet culture and, oh yeah, when I was 20 pounds heavier, I was just miserable. I had no confidence. And now that I'm 20 pounds lighter, I'm just a whole new person. Of course you're going to expect that. Like makes total sense. So But the narrative you're being sold of you'll be so much happier when blank, it's to keep you in that hamster wheel of just keep keep coming back for more. You know, it's like the the, um, insidiousness of diet culture and just that, you know, all that fun stuff that society sells us. It is to keep you coming back and to keep you always chasing. You know, society tells us that this is normal. Once you achieve one thing, instead of maybe even taking a little bit of time to pause and reflect and enjoy what's just happened and maybe rest, it tells you society's like, okay, you did this, what's next? And think about it. It's not just with weight loss or fitness or whatever. It's okay. You graduated college, right? You got a bachelor's degree. Well, now you got to get a master's degree. Oh, you only have a master's degree. Maybe it's time for two master's degrees, maybe even a PhD. You know, you'll be, you think about how happy you'll be if you just get another degree, if you just work a little harder, achieve something else, you know, it's, it's that culture of just hustle, grind, never stop. Right. You're always chasing something. And, you know, because your happiness and your best life is on the other side of achieving that thing. And the reality is that's just, that's not true. Like, you know, I can share for my own personal sort of journey. That's what I told myself. I was like, oh, well, once I lose all this weight, oh, I'm just 
that's when my life is going to begin. That's when I can really step into myself. You know, oh, I'm just going to feel just everything will be so much better once I can just weigh this amount. And I'm here to tell you that shit didn't happen at all. And it sucked. <laughs> like I was like, yeah, you get to the weight you want and you're like, fuck yeah, for like a week, maybe. Like for me, it was, okay, do whatever I can to lose this weight. You know, and ultimately at my lowest, I lost about 72 pounds. But then after I lost the weight, it was, okay, well, now I have all this extra skin on my belly, you know, because I had three babies, you know, gained all this weight, then lost it. So I had all this extra skin. So then it was, oh, well, I'll be happier once I get a tummy tuck, right? And remove all that skin. Well, tummy tuck happened. Still felt like garbage. Still didn't feel like that was enough. So then I'm like, okay, well, now I've lost the weight. I've lost the skin. Now I need to work harder in the gym. Now I, now I want to be jacked. Now I want to be shredded. And so I went harder in the gym and I started lifting heavier and I would never categorize myself as shredded or jacked, but I got stronger. Um, some of my muscles got bigger, more defined. Um, and guess what? Still sad and anxious. It didn't, you know, and honestly, a part of me is, is, you know, and you know, actually, you know what, you know what I did? Then I'm like, all right, well, that didn't make me happy. Uh, maybe long distance running will make me happy. So I signed up for a half marathon. <laughs> I know this sounds ridiculous when you actually say it. And then I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll finally be proud of myself and really, you know, you know, I'll, I'll be happier. You know, my, my best life is on the other side of now, you know, doing a half marathon, becoming a runner. And so I did, I, I did a half marathon a couple weeks ago. Guess what? Still the same bitch I was before I ran the half marathon. Literally changed nothing. There was no big defining moment, no big emotional shift when I crossed that finish line. It was just sort of, oh, okay. That was nice. Now what? So, and I think that this comes from, so I think this, this perpetual chase, you know, that just leaves us always feeling deeply unfulfilled and unsatisfied. And in a way that can be good. There's nothing wrong with continually, you know, continuously looking for ways to better yourself, better your situation. Like to some degree, that's perfectly healthy, but to expect that just simply being a certain size or having a certain exercise routine or having muscles, you know, it's, it's just, it's just fundamentally not true. And what, where, let's see where I think that comes from is I hate to just blame it on other people, right? (laughs) Wouldn't it be nice if all of our problems were other people and not us, right? Um, What I think it is in the people that I've worked with, the people that we've helped and myself included, it's if you find yourself in that trap of thinking happiness and self-fulfillment and self-acceptance is on the other side of whatever goal, whatever barrier you have put in place, well, that's weight loss, uh, fitness, um, education, career, whatever, home ownership versus renting, whatever, fill in, this is interchangeable for anything. 
it's because you were raised or from a young age, you were given a lot of shit that didn't belong to you. Everything you're carrying now that's telling you you're not good enough to be happy and fulfilled. You're not doing well. Your life is going nowhere. You know, all that negative shit that we tell ourselves, that's really heavy. And the reason why you are yearning for that exhale is because you're carrying the weight of a bunch of bullshit that was thrust upon you that doesn't belong to you. You know, projections from people who raised us because that's what they believed. You know, so many people, almost every single client I have, you know, when did you start thinking negatively about food and about your body? Nine times out of 10, it's because a parent, you know, talked that way about their body or even a parent talking to their child about their, you know, it's, you know, being put on a diet when you're a child or growing up, just watching your mother or your father or another loved one go through fad diet after fad diet and negative comments about their body, you know, and hearing other people as you grow up say things like, oh, you know what? I can't go on vacation yet because I, to the beach, because I need to lose another 10 pounds or, oh, you know what? Sorry, honey, I can't go to the pool with you, you know, because mommy is too ashamed to wear a bathing suit in public. You know, that's what we grew up with. So what did we do? We carried, we took on that from our parents' projections, from the projections of other people around us. We carried that because we're like, oh, that's just what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to feel this way. We're supposed to carry all this guilt and shame and bullshit that really actually has nothing to do with us, but everyone else's. So I guess I need to carry this too. This is mine to carry. And I'm here to tell you it's not. It never was. It was never, never your burden to carry. And I want you to, as much as you can, and this is so much easier said than done, slowly put that shit down. Put it down. It doesn't belong to you. It was never meant for you. You can put all that shit down right now before you even lose a single pound, a single kilogram, before you even step outside for your first hot girl walk, right? Or hot person walk. Let's be inclusive, you know. (laughs) And again, it's so much easier said than done. Because the big exhale, you know, it comes from putting down the shit that never belonged to you in the first place and picking up the stuff that you actually want to carry, the stuff that actually does belong to you. You know, the weight of your actual ambition, not your ambition to lose weight or get jacked or whatever, but the ambition of building the life that you want for you, which is going to look different for everyone. The life that your parents wanted for you, that whoever raised you wanted for you, if that's not the life that you want for you, you eat that shit, eat it. And for those, well, even millennials, um, millennials are older. Yeet, spelled Y-E-E-T, something the young people say, which means like throw it with vigor. Okay, yeet. See, we learned something today. So because when you put down the shit that never belonged to you in the first place and pick up the stuff that actually is yours, that you want to be, that you want to claim for yourself, 
it feels so much lighter. It really does. When you lose the weight of other people's bullshit, other people's expectations for you and pick up what is actually important for you, whatever that is, it's, I feel like that's where that exhale comes from. And again, it's hard fucking work. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen after listening to one podcast. I wish it was. If, if it could happen instantly, if there was a pill you could take, I don't know, a deep breathing exercise you would do, I would dedicate the rest of my life to just helping people do that for free. But unfortunately, it's really hard fucking work and it takes time. But what I've noticed is that everyone who reaches out to us at the Fitness Genie they're ready for that work. They're fucking hungry for it because they're tired. They're so tired of carrying that stuff. They're not afraid to do the work because yeah, really the hardest part about building the life that actually matters to you is your mindset and getting back to what you actually want to do with your life. You know, that exhale comes from accepting yourself just the way you are right now and trusting yourself finally for the first time, you know, trusting that you're not actually an idiot, that maybe you do know what you're, what you're doing, that your, in, your intuition can be trusted. Your intuition is important. That's where that exhale comes from. And trusting yourself to know that working on you is okay. And working on what you want out of your life is okay. And something that I came across that um, I know in our Discord server, um, a few people felt very personally attacked by this quote, but I felt like it was, whew, it really was a gut punch. It was a gut punch. And you know what? I'm not here to say violence is okay, but sometimes a punch is helpful. And the quote was, when was the last time you gave yourself the same love that you so freely give others? Let me say that one more time. When was the last time that you gave yourself the same love you so freely give others? That's where that big exhale comes from. Is realizing that the way that you just you know, you are ride or die with your friends, with your family, the people that you care about, that if they needed something, you would give them the shirt off your back. You would, if they said they were feeling down about themselves, you can't even fathom why they'd be down. You're like, what are you talking about? Let me tell you about all the ways that you're amazing. And oh, I, I wish you could see the, yourself the way that I see you. Think about those conversations that you have with the people in your life who you care about. Why is it so hard to love ourselves the same way? And that's a whole other podcast, right? That's a whole, we only have so much time. Okay. But I want you to, I want you to do your best to try. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen in six weeks. It's not going to happen in 12 weeks. I'm so sorry that it's going to take time, but piece by piece, when you catch yourself in the moments that you know that the voice in your head is not yours. The voice in your head is 
someone else who maybe didn't give you the love that you deserved. Maybe that voice in your head is society and some of their bullshit expectations that they have of us. Think about where is this voice coming from? Is this voice welcome? Is this voice my voice? You know, just piece by piece, like just in moment by moment, do what you can to just turn that around and just flip it around and treat yourself, talk to yourself the way you would someone you care about because you should care about you. So, oh, and there's helmet again. This is the struggle of trying to record when you don't have a big fancy office at the door like Travis does. So I hope that made any sense. Again, I've had a lethal amount of cold brew today. So if anyone who drinks cold brew knows, it basically gives you magic powers. I hope this helped. I hope this gave you something to think about. Again, your relationship with you and how you talk to yourself, that's going to get you where you want to be in life way more than what your muscles look like and what that number on the scale says. So just something to think about. So for now, drink your water, eat your protein, take your meds, and I'll see you next time.